This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Tonight, a massive fire destroys Rachel Ray's home. Residence is being evacuated. What started the blaze? Then, Simon Cowell still hospitalized after breaking his back in multiple places. I miss you, Simon, and get well soon. How AGT is scrambling to do the show without him. I feel like we're buying time. Then, Chris Pratt is a dad again. Only we have Catherine's brother spilling the details. Congratulations on becoming an uncle. Thank you. Plus, Katy Perry's ready to pop. This week, there has been a shift. But why she and Orlando are considering leaving the country. See? (laughs) Tonight, we have new details on what was a disastrous weekend for two of TV's biggest stars. Our hearts go out to both Rachel Ray and Simon Cowell. Let's start with Rachel. Her family home in upstate New York, which is often featured on her show during the pandemic, was engulfed by flames. Call on the reporting heavy smoke and fire coming from the roof of the residence near the chimney. Residence is being evacuated. Investigators on the scene today at Rachel Ray's home in upstate New York. They're trying to figure out exactly what sparked this blaze around 7.30 last night. It was originally called in as uh, flames on the roof, so that gives the uh, our investigators a good spot to start, and they'll go from there. We're told Rachel, her husband John, and their dog Bella were at home when the fire broke out, but were able to get out safely. The home, located about 200 miles from New York City, is sacred to Rachel. She grew up in the area and considered her time there her escape. 
This morning, Rachel thanked firefighters and said, these are the days we all have to be grateful for what we have, not what we've lost. As far as the damage, well, not as bad as you might think looking at this video. Officials say the blaze was mostly confined to the roof and the second floor. The kitchen wasn't touched at all. So uh, pretty much the whole first floor is in good shape. Welcome to our home and our studio. I talked to Rachel from the kitchen at that home back in April in the early weeks of the pandemic. We're home uh, up in the Adirondacks. We're piecing together shelves from my house. Rachel designed the home's rustic kitchen herself, which included a pizza oven, artwork, and reclaimed wood. The beams and all of the woodwork above us is from a collapsed barn. And look at this, Rachel's home is so remote, firefighters actually used water from a nearby pond and lake to fight the blaze. I just stopped shaking. The TV host herself has been through some gritty fire training. It's a thousand degrees in there. That's Rachel in heavy fire gear, crawling through smoke and fire for a firefighting segment on her show back in 2018. The worst part is going into total black and having to literally feel your way. The biggest thank you to all again to our brave firefighters from coast to coast. Yes! As for the impact on Rachel's daytime show, well, it's currently on summer hiatus. The new season starts next month, and it is possible Rachel could be back in her New York studio by then. Now to AGT left scrambling after Simon Cowell gets badly injured. It's going to be big. It's going to be entertaining. It's going to be wild. It's going to be unpredictable. Unpredictable is right. Less than 24 hours after talking to me, Simon broke his back in a number of places. The 60-year-old was riding his new electric bike, similar to the one seen here on Saturday at his Malibu home when he crashed in his courtyard. His six-year-old son, Eric, saw the accident. Simon was rushed to the hospital and underwent a six-hour surgery. Doctors put a metal rod in his back. We're told it's a bad injury, and Simon is very lucky. He remains in the hospital, but tweeted a thank you to the medical staff and to his fans, telling them, if you buy an electric trail bike, read the manual before you ride it for the first time. It's going to look different than any other previous year. The timing of all this is rough. America's Got Talent is supposed to start live shows tomorrow night with an ambitious plan that would have had the judges moving all around the Universal Studios lot to watch the acts. We're going to be in like golf carts and probably motorbikes and God knows what else going from place to place to place. So how will the show go on? Well, we know Simon won't be on the show this week. Kelly Clarkson will fill in for him. His fellow judges posed next to his empty chair on the set yesterday. I miss you, Simon, and get well soon. Well, it's safe to say Sofia Vergara's once biggest concern is now the least of their worries. I'm a bit worried about our hair. Are we going to be driving around? <laughs> Heidi and me. Or wear hats. Sophia, will you get a special then go-kart or will you request something special to carry you around? Um, to carry me around? Yeah. Maybe, maybe Terry. You can carry me and Simon together. I got it. I got one on each shoulder. That's it. That's it. I got you. All right, let's bring in Rachel Smith because she is here to deliver a little celebrity baby news. Yeah, Kev, it's official. Chris and Catherine Pratt are celebrating their new bundle of joy. The proud parents announced the birth of their daughter with this sweet photo, holding her hand. Her name, Lila Maria Schwarzenegger Pratt. The middle name Maria is, of course, a tribute to Catherine's mother. Congratulations on becoming an uncle. Ah, thank you. First-time uncle Patrick first broke the baby news Sunday in this exclusive video obtained by E.T. How is uh, Catherine and the baby doing? 
doing great. Just got her a little gift. <laughs> Let's do it. Chris, who was recently in London shooting Jurassic World Dominion, was there for the birth. And quote, the couple can't take their eyes off their daughter. I'm in it, baby. I'm in it. But it's good. It feels good. Good things happening for me in life. I just count my blessings every day. Chris's car was seen Friday around 2 p.m. outside St. John's Hospital in Santa Monica. By 5 p.m., the family brigade started arriving to the couple's nearby home. That's Grandpa Arnold smoking a cigar. Ex-Maria drove separately with her kids, Christina and Christopher. Our source says Catherine is doing well and, quote, enjoying the experience of being a first-time mother. Brad, of course, has seven-year-old son Jack with ex-wife Anna Ferris. Oh, man, I'm lucky. God is good. I feel really good, really blessed. E.T. has learned Jurassic World Dominion still has a couple months left of production. If Chris returns to the U.K. set, it would kind of be a pattern for him. I'm in England right now, and my wife and my child are back in L.A. Back in 2013, he also had to leave then-wife Anna and their son Jack to film Guardians of the Galaxy. The hardest thing about this role has been being away from my family. Our source says Catherine is so grateful to have Chris by her side for now. Quote, everything is new for Catherine and she's glad Chris is there to help her through everything. Now to mom-to-be Katy Perry, moving out of the country. <laughs> the very pregnant pop star bared her baby bump while busting some high-energy moves to the viral Friday dance song beside her and Orlando's moving car until she ran out of gas. Hello, internet. How's everybody? Bloom popped up again on Katie's Smile Sunday's livestream, shirt on this time, after giving a new interview, saying they could temporarily move to Australia after the birth. Quote, if we were to do a sabbatical, it would definitely be there. Katie revealed their baby girl is coming soon. This week, there has been a shift. That means baby cat is preparing. 45 extra pounds. That's right. I'm large. I'm Marge. I'm still in charge. I'll snap back whenever I need to, but I'm not, like, worried about it. Now to Kim and Kanye, repairing things on a family vacay. The West both looked relaxed, exiting a private jet in Miami with her kids on Sunday. An eyewitness tells ET Kim seemed fine and not worried at all. The kids were having a great time. Check out North in those fuzzy slippers carrying a bag of candy. The family is back in the U.S. after spending seven days in the Dominican Republic. A source tells E.T. they're continuing their vacation and want to work on saving their marriage, taking time off the grid until they have things figured out. This after a tense few weeks that included Kanye tweeting about possible divorce. Just like Katy Perry, Kanye shared this dancing video with daughter North from the trip. It's Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> As for his run for president, that's still on. In a new interview with Forbes, which was done over text, Kanye didn't deny he hopes to take away votes from Biden and help Trump. His response, I'm not going to argue with you. Jesus is king. And finally, Justin Hartley slammed as this divorce drama plays out on his exit show. Um, I found out because he texted me that we were filed. Rochelle Stiles' claims fired up fans watching season three of Selling Sunset this weekend. When one viewer tweeted, Justin Hartley texted Chriselle that he was divorcing her, Stiles replied with this gif of Jordan Peele sweating profusely. Caption, me trying to keep it classy and not like your tweet. One day we'll look back at this and laugh. I don't know, hopefully. Chriselle later defended Justin, posting, quote, some of you are attacking a certain person and defending me. 
I hate feeling like someone is getting bullied. I just hope you can keep the passion, but maybe minus the vitriol. Do you feel like you've had time to reflect about your personal life? The quarantine has given a little, you a little more time, I think given us all a little more time to sit there and really, you know, analyze. I really I treat people the way I want to be treated. Well, Miley Cyrus is making headlines too, and not just for the new music on the way. Exactly one year since her split from Liam. It was all just kind of a weird turn of events. How her life is way different since leaving. Then Kelly Osbourne's new look. How she lost 85 pounds during the pandemic. I have so much energy, it's crazy. And Whitney Houston's life story coming to the big screen. The big names making it happen. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Miley Cyrus is gearing up to drop new music and she's clearly moving on. One year to the day it was announced, she and husband Liam Hemsworth called it quits. A whirlwind of change. A source tells us this has been a huge year with tough challenges for Miley. We're told after their separation, Miley and Liam spoke very little, and all communication was about splitting their things and property. Our source says Miley and Liam haven't been in touch for months, which is for the best, because they both needed this time to heal and move on. Miley did just that with Cody Simpson. The couple of 10 months is going strong. They live together. Miley reportedly just bought a $5 million mansion in the same neighborhood as the Kardashians. And they're not shy about showing off on social media. Stupid boy think that I need him. With Cody letting everyone know he's in love with his best friend. Cody and Miley were friends for years, and it seems his feelings for her go way back. Check out this interview from 2012. Miley Cyrus has always been, always been my, my childhood celebrity crush. I knew all the words to her songs, I'm not gonna lie. The pair reconnected after she split with Liam, bonding over their love of music. A source close to Miley says she couldn't be happier. Don't want the whiskey and pills. Another major life change? I've been sober sober for the past six months. Miley stopped drinking and using marijuana after needing vocal cord surgery last November. Our source says the decision has made her more present in her relationship with Cody and has changed the way she thinks about life. It's been really important for me over the last, you know, over the last year, um, living a sober lifestyle. We'll get a peek at her new music mindset when she releases her first song in nearly a year, Midnight Sky, this Friday. We're told her new music will be very personal and that she's working on an album. Her last full record was in 2017. And Miley's not the only star who has completely transformed her life and her health. Check out Kelly Osbourne. I just like went into action rather than sitting here like in fear. How she lost 85 pounds in quarantine. Then a YNR star on her dramatic childhood. It was just madness. In a plastic surgery confession. All of a sudden you have three chins. Plus, Whitney Houston's life coming to the big screen. Details in the new biopic. That's what my life consisted of.
Now to a star transformation. Kelly Osborne is 85 pounds lighter. I have so much energy, it's crazy. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm bouncing off the walls. The 35-year-old revealed she's dropped major pounds while staying home amid the pandemic. The now size two star posted, yes, I'm bragging because I worked hard and it feels good. Kelly told DT in March she was on a mission. I have, I lost seven pounds in quarantine. So how'd she do it? I guess it's what I'm doing is intermittent fasting if you really think about it. I get up, I have coffee and then I juice until nighttime and then I have one meal and then I go to bed. The sober star is also getting plenty of exercise. When I say walks, they're like six mile walks. Now on to the late Whitney Houston. Yesterday would have been her 57th birthday. She was an amazing talent who was gone too soon, but now her story is coming to the big screen. If I do a film, it's gotta be quality. If it's a film, the music has to have quality. The biopic will chronicle Whitney's life from teen gospel singer to her shocking death and it is titled after one of her hits. The project will be produced by the people who knew Whitney best, her sister-in-law, Pat Houston, who runs the late singer's estate, and her longtime music mentor, Clive Davis. It's a killer track. I've been working professionally since I was 12 years old. The same screenwriter who did the Oscar-winning Bohemian Rhapsody is handling the script. Expect Whitney's iconic music throughout, as well as a raw portrayal of her struggles. As for who could play Whitney, no decision has been made yet, but a 2015 Lifetime movie cast an unknown in the part. The film is slated to hit theaters Thanksgiving of 2022. Let's be honest, Whitney had a once in a generation voice. I I'm sure Nichelle Turner will agree with me on that. Well, that's the one thing we will never disagree on. All right, let's get to one of your true passions. Uh, that is the young and the restless. I mean, it's kind of like Christmas, Kev. YNR returns today with the first new episode since production shut down 17 weeks ago. Now, while the residents of Genoa City seem to always be going through some drama, it is nothing compared to what one of its most iconic stars, Melody Thomas Scott, survived in real life, growing up with her grandmother. Her behavior got worse and worse and worse. So by the time I was a teenager, it was just madness. She also allowed men to sexually abuse you in order to get work. I think she felt that whatever had to happen in order to get ahead in show business would be okay. She would watch, she would sit there um, and, and watch because I would see her doing it with wild eyes of like, do you see what's happening here? Please save me, and there would be no saving. Melody was just eight years old when she started her acting career. Raised by her grandmother, who she claims pushed for stardom at any cost, the now 64-year-old is sharing disturbing details of her traumatic upbringing. It taught me strength, that's for yeah. sure. I knew I had to be strong to survive her. Mm -hmm. I am at the time of my life where I want peace. The YNR star tells her story in her new memoir, Always Young and Restless, reminiscing about her nearly six decade career, including how she was almost cast as Marsha Brady. Actually, Maureen McCormick and I were friends, but I was either too short or too tall, and that was yeah. it for me. Uh, 
I mean, it, it was very cut and dry. That's it. And her 34-year marriage to bold and beautiful supervising producer Ed Scott. Do you remember several years back you and Ed renewed your vows uh, for an ET wedding special? Absolutely. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I remember at first we didn't want to do it. <laughs> Because we thought, I mean, we're old fashioned, mm -hmm. and we thought, what, what is there to renew? We're still married, we're still happy, we had such a good time. The actress, who's played Nikki Newman for the last 40 years, holds nothing back, even her decision to have a neck lift last December. Why did you decide to do that now? You know, I always thought, I'm gonna age gracefully, mm -hmm. my husband was of the same mind, and all of a sudden you have three chins and all this stuff. I looked at it, I said, this is unacceptable. I cannot have this. Nikki would never look this way. And I have to do something about it. And I wish I had done it sooner. What has it been like being back? How has the landscape changed for you guys? We've been back for two weeks. And mm -hmm. so far, I have not witnessed any love scenes. Mm -hmm. uh, so I have a feeling they're not going to do any until a little more down the road. And in the meantime, we all have to be on guard. Are you gonna have to kiss a Victor Newman stand-in doll? That's what I'm... That will never happen. <laughs> First of all, there is no stand-in that, that would look enough like him. Not happening. Not happening. I feel you, Melody. There is no stand-in for Victor Newman. All right, coming up, Amy Schumer's Kitchen Confessions and her take on drinking on the job. <laughs> Our exclusive is next. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. I'm going to change my name to Chris Schumer. It's much easier. That's beautiful. Yeah. And I'll change my name to Amy Fisher. Great. The woman who tried to kill Joey Buttafuoco's wife. Could you imagine the two Amy Fishers together? All right, that's not going to happen and neither is this. Amy staying sober in the kitchen. Check out this exclusive peek at Amy Schumer Learns to Cook. New episodes of the Emmy-nominated show premiere Monday on Food Network. Take care, everybody. See you tomorrow. I am having just a tiny coffee today. Go ahead, you can kind of keep talking. Oh, so for today's show, we are gonna make kid-friendly drinks. Not Good. everyone needs to drink Shock every ready. day. Nope. <laughs> Grow up. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Rhea Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.